Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 good morning and welcome Pedro radio news hour joe and jason on a hump day happy wednesday to everybody Pedro radio news hour, our toll-free number 800-951-0592 the website at allamericangold.com and the physical delivery of wealth insurance, gold and silver, it is what we do. Uh, don't forget, uh, follow us, uh, subscribe to us on YouTube and Rumble. Uh, give, give us the thumbs up, uh, share these videos out there, help get the message out. We're all in this together, right? The more people buying gold, the better it's going to be for everybody. It's just that simple, right? You know, the community keeps growing. We got a great show lined up for you. Uh, and uh, we, we've got gold up and silver. Uh, well, silver's flat. To, uh, actually, silver's down 10 cents, uh, but not a lot. Uh, gold's up 12 bucks as we got our first look. It's jobs week. So today was ADP. Uh, they were looking for a hundred and twenty uh, twenty-eight thousand jobs created. This would be a November number. Uh, came in light, uh, and again, uh, you know, I was kind of leading to that yesterday. I have a feeling that these numbers were going to be like a hundred and three thousand was the number out of ADP uh, so we'll have to wait now we got a jobless claims tomorrow and then of course the government number on Friday uh, but you know ADP it's a payroll processor so they do a lot of business with small to mid-sized companies doing payroll for them uh, and again this goes with yesterday's jolts number right number of job openings fell uh, fell significantly uh, and now a hundred and three thousand jobs created. The big thing that I saw in there was manufacturing saw the biggest drop. I don't know that I'm surprised by that a little bit, you know, because they uh, uh, again those are hard jobs to get. So when manufacturers uh, are laying off, you really are saying things are slowing down. But the big one was leisure and hospitality. Right, that's your your waitresses, your waiters, your bartenders. These are your maids, right? These are uh, the the bell hops and all of that stuff, uh, and which is where we see most of the job growth. It actually was down, according to ADP, by seven thousand jobs, uh, which is kind of unusual. That that's an unusual number. Uh, but it, it, is it a sign? Sure. Sure, it's absolutely a sign. But, Jason, I think, again, uh, not great, which they like, right? The, that, that means, hey, the, the Fed won't be raising rates. I don't think nearly bad enough. To, then again, not bad enough uh, for them to cut rates either. 
Yeah, we'll just have to see how the CPI comes out next week. I think it'll be a number they'll be satisfied with. But, I mean, you know, what happens if that number comes in higher, Joe, or in the fours or even approaching five? But as as what you're talking about currently, yeah, that's that that, that sees the seems like the pause will continue, right? It seems like the pause will continue. Yeah, it sure looks that way. The pause will continue, uh, and again, I think more and more people are going to be wanting uh, the Federal Reserve to cut rates. Uh, on the uh, during this show, we're going to talk about the reverse repos again. I know we talked a lot about it. Big drops now. This the, the pace. Uh, is picking up steam, but something else is also happening. The rates banks are charging other banks, uh, starting to creep up. And then at the same time, the Federal Reserve, uh, they're job posting. They're job posting, and guess what they're job posting for? Uh, The Federal support, the Federal Reserve systems for the central bank, Digital Currency Research and Development Program. Uh, The post on LinkedIn saying that they are looking for engineers to head up a team focused on central bank digital currency research and prototyping. This position offers a unique opportunity to be part of a world-class team. Yeah, world-class. Working on cutting-edge technologies Related to central bank digital currencies, research and development. And uh, Jason, this is at the Boston Federal Reserve. And of course, who is it that was is working hand-in-hand with the Fed? MIT, working hand-in-hand with, with the Boston Fed to get us ready for the central bank digital currency. So at least one place. Here's this. I don't know who's hiring. But I know one place that is, and apparently it's the Federal Reserve. <laughs> it's always the Federal Reserve, right? Don't they, they? They sort of make these decisions, right? They're the ones in charge. Though. They they gained this power many, many, many years ago, and uh, yeah, I, I, sometimes the Fed likes to play dumb, which they don't really play dumb. They just play ignorant. Hey, we got to see what the numbers are going to be. You know, they're the ones creating the numbers. Actually, they're the ones that make things happen. So, I mean, I know the whole question is, are they dumb or are they uh, corrupt? I always, you know, me and myself, I lean more towards the corrupt side because even when things don't go their way, they can turn that into a win for themselves. Yeah, well, I I think it's probably a little bit of both. Uh, Just to give you the details here, the research is currently focused on end-to-end system architecture, such as how ledgers that record ownership. Don't worry, they're not going to spy. Nah, they're not going to do that. I mean, but they want to they wanna make sure we know who owns it. Oh, yeah. And transactions and digital assets, how they're maintained, secured, oh, and verified. So, yeah, don't spy. Don't worry. They're not going to be tracking us. Patriot Radio News Hour will be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Quick look here at the markets. Uh, gold, or the Dow's up 60, uh, the S&P's up 6, the Nasdaq's up 30, the 10-year note, 4, 1, 3. We're going to talk about the canary in the coal mine and Zero Hedge saying 
the canary may be dead, right? So, you know, right, that was how back in the old days, uh, before modern technology, right, you'd put the canary in that coal mine, and uh, if the canary died, right, for, you know, not enough oxygen, right, you, you got the hell out of there. Uh, is this happening in the bond markets? We'll talk about that in just a minute. Uh, gold is higher. Gold's up 11, uh, 2030. Gold, uh, silver's down 10 cents, $24.10. And again, I'm just telling you, I think diversification is going to be very, very important as, you know, 2023, a decent year, good year, right? Good year, you know, everybody, me included, I I thought things would be a lot worse already. That's kind of shifted into next year. And when we talk about what's going on in the repo facility, I think you're going to understand that better. Uh, but looking for something uh, not involved in Wall Street, that's why people are flooding the gold and silver. By the way, central banks, holy smokes, did they buy a ton of gold last month. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that as well. I, I didn't think we'd break the record. Looks, We're going to be right there. Uh, maybe an all-time record for central bank gold buying. But check out our friends at Y-Refi. You can get up to 10.25% fixed rates of return not correlated to the stock market. Now, that's a, a five-year deal. Here's the great thing about why refi If you ever need your money back, there's no attack on principal. You get all of your principal back. But you can go one year and still get 6.25. Two years, 7.25, you get it. Up to five years, 10.25%. You've heard me talk about this. This is all private student loan debt uh, that uh, the banks have slaughtered these people and their co-signers and and a lot of them hey if somebody would just give them a break they can pay this stuff back the average person at why refi helps listen to this they pay their student their whole student loan debt off in eight and a half years that's like a car loan yeah and uh you know the only catch is you need to have fifty thousand dollars or more but check them out invest Yrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y R E F Y.com. Or just call them at 888 Yrefi24. Walmart CEO Doug McMillan was out today. Now, listen, anytime I see Walmart CEO talking, I'm listening. And here's what he had to say about the, 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 the consumer, right? The fate of the consumer. If we had been talking last spring or the beginning of last year, I expected more softness by this time of the year than what we're actually experiencing, right? Well, I think that's pretty much everybody, right? And again, a testament to how much money these guys have actually printed. It's insanity. But then he goes, uh, next year, it's going to be a much different story. And he said, already, holiday at Walmart, off to, well, let's just say a less than robust start. And he's talking about the consumer, high high debts, 
not having access to money and, and saying that get ready, at least in the eyes of Walmart, Jason. Even Walmart now is saying, hey, listen, uh, I already thought it would happen, but it's happening now. Yeah, we're not even in 2024 yet in the in, in Walmart. You know, they said that the uh, Black Friday sales were, were up and everyone's kind of happy about such and such things. Well, then why uh, suddenly a week later is Walmart coming out saying this, well, right, Joe? Yeah, well, and again, that, that's a, for all you headline readers. That was a headline to fool you. Uh, Black Friday sales up the week get up 7% online. Online. See, they didn't, they didn't put the online in there. Uh, the actual store sales, uh, down 5%. Uh, and unfortunately, for even even the best of the online guys, right? That, that's, a, it, that's like new homes and existing homes. Existing homes are like 90% of the market. And that's kind of how it is with these retailers, right? Well, and so what happens at the store counts a lot more uh, than what happens online. You know, online's growing, but it's still, you know, maybe 10% of their business. Uh, maybe some places up to 20%, but that means 80 to 90% in store, uh, and those numbers were not good. And, and again, uh, Walmart, no, Walmart more than anybody, because Walmart, what do they have? They have the people that a dollar matters to them. They're on budgets. This is going to be your working middle class uh, lower middle class, the lower classes, right? The people, a lot of food stamp business at Walmart. And and then you have the people that, hey, I try to avoid Walmart, but when things get tight, yeah, I start going there, right? I start going there. And, and now Walmart is saying, hey, uh, everybody that's coming, dollars are getting tight. So let's, again, another one of these signs. But this is something, this was out of Zero Heads, uh, Zero Heads exclusive here. Talking about the overnight reverse repo facility. Now, you've heard Jason and I, we have been talking about this facility, gosh, for well over a year, year and a half. So this was where a lot of excess liquidity went. And part of the reason why this maybe went a little longer than people thought because in December so think about it, this is December 2023 in December 2022 the last day of the of the year that facility had 2.5 trillion dollars in it extra money that the banks didn't need that night and the fed pays them to leave it there. So, it's a, you know, the banks are like, hey, yeah, free money for us, sure. You know, that thing has been falling. As a lot of you know, it got to $2 trillion this summer. But that's when the floodgates opened. I want to say, what was it, a week, maybe two weeks ago, Jason and I were talking, hey, this facility's below $900 billion. Well, something very interesting occurred on Friday. The reverse repo facility was down $65 billion in a single day. 
And now they're saying that as rates have been falling, the demand for treasuries has fallen with it. And that the dealers are having to take more of these auctions. We've been reporting on this. Right? Taking more and more of the auctions. According to the latest data now, the reverse repo window has now fallen to a fresh multi-year low of $765 billion. So, Jason, we've had a drop of about $135 billion in a little over a week, including a $65 billion drop in a single day, which we've been talking about, hey, there's going to be a problem when this facility gets to zero, and it sure seems like things are picking up. Yeah, yeah, that cash is going to become more and more important as long as the Fed is not printing. And, uh, you know, because the market has an insatiable lust for debt. You know, it's a debt money system, Joe. And at some point, that the, the loaning out of money is the only thing that keeps this system working. And so that, that, that reverse repo was just a benefactor of all the printing in 2020. So now as the, uh, the tightening has been happening, the cash is draining out of there very quickly. And uh, I've said it many times as we were talking about this, Joe, you, you know, a year and a half ago, that it's kind of like, uh, you know, you see the cartoon and the, uh, the, the cartoon character lights the, uh, the fuse on the little black round bomb that's going to blow up. That's, that's kind of what that, this looks like. It really looks like when the reverse repo comes to an end as far as meaningful money in that account, uh, you're going to really see a lot of the market stress that we've been talking about uh, accelerate. Uh, this is why... We've said that buying gold at this time frame right now is the sweet spot. This is the good old days, and there's a lot of people out there. I know a lot of our customers are still waiting. They're just not doing it. And for whatever reason, Joe, I guess they have to see 2,100 or 2,200 gold, 2,300 gold before they buy. That that's what you want to do. We'll be here to sell it. But wouldn't it be better, Joe, if you just knew that? Okay, hey, you know, there's 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 factors out there that are just screaming at you that here, here you know, you actually have kind of a time frame as to when things are going to get more difficult in a faster way. Today is your day. Today is your day. This this time frame we're in. This is the time frame to buy gold and silver because a lot. I mean, Joe, that the things that are going to happen. We, Joe and I have no idea all of the implication of, of how this market downturn, this recession slash depression is going to be. But it's going to happen. You know, Joe. In the years I've been doing this, there hasn't been so many straightforward mass media and 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 businessmen talk about how bad it's going to be. I, I don't know about you. You've done this longer. How many times have you had like all leaders of industry and banks tell you how bad it's going to be ahead of it? Yeah, you know, and this is uh, a little different. You know, the financial crisis, they, they, they tried not to talk about it. This time around, yep. you're definitely seeing a lot more of them being very upfront and direct. Now, you had some in the financial crisis. That's not why. There were some. Mm-hmm. But they were kind of ostracized. Right now, uh, that chorus of people is is significantly larger. But here's the difference. So listen, you've heard this story before. Why am I talking about it again? There's new information. So according to Zero Hedge, when the facility drops below $700 billion, which they expect that this week, things start to get a little 
hectic behind the scenes. So, which makes sense, right? Hey, before the facility gets to zero, there's going to be other signs that things are getting ready to get a little crazy. The biggest sign, the secured overnight financing rates. This is rates. Banks charge other banks, right? The the Fed charges, you know, you're, you're, hey, I need to borrow. How much are you going to charge me for it? It hit the highest on record Friday. 5.39%. So when you think about, well, the 10-year note right now is at 412 Right, you think that they can, you know, borrow somewhere, you know, near that number? Uh, uh-uh. uh. And and what they're saying is, Jason, there's start. You got to remember now, the Fed has been taking money out of the system. That that's what they've been doing, and they're talking about scarcity now. That that banks are running into trouble. And being able to finance loans because they can't borrow the money at a rate that actually makes sense. Yeah, this is now they're not talking about it. They don't want you to know about it. But hey, that's why you tune in right here. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, and we're talking about. Behind the scenes now, how much liquidity remains? The reverse repo uh, down now approaching $700 billion. You know, two weeks ago it was $900 billion. Uh, five months ago, it was $2 trillion. Right a year ago, $2.5 trillion. It's all going away. But Bank of America... In particular, uh, Mark Cabana. This guy's important. I don't know if you remember, but Bank of America uh, was the one. Remember, uh, Janet Yellen had started quantitative tightening the first time. Balance Fed's balance sheet was you know a little over four trillion dollars. They were going to get it down to two point eight trillion, right? Remember, she raised rates a couple of times. And then I want to say it was the summer of 2019. Bank of America, this guy, writes a note telling all of the people that he 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 helps. Hey, I sent the Fed a letter telling them, what are you guys doing? You need to stop quantitative tightening, and you need to do it right now. Of course, the Fed didn't. And I don't know if people remember. Remember, we had to open up all these emergency facilities, right? Uh, rates went back to zero. All, all that crazy. And then, of course, COVID came, and then the problem uh, magically went away. Right? Well, guess what? He's written a letter. And here's what he's saying. Hey, listen. There's no new 
treasury settlements, right? The the, the you know he, he you know what he's trying to say is, hey, listen, if if they just had to sell another you know couple hundred billion dollars on on top of their schedule, okay, then I could see how it fell so fast. That didn't happen, right? Everything, no, they. They told us that this was what it was going to be. That's what it was. They didn't add more debt. So throw that out. Lower repo volumes, right, obviously. The thing's dropping like a sieve. Lower sponsored bilateral volumes. What does that mean? Well, the bank's starting to get picky about who they loan money to back and forth. Starting to tell certain banks, yeah, you can, I'll give you some money, but it's going to cost you, right? More ominously, he says, he warned that the move is consistent with the slow theme of less cash and more collateral in the system. More collateral in the system. What does that mean? Growing reserve scarcity. And it is being uh, highlighted by the fact that the dealers of these treasury auctions have so much inventory now. They're out of extra cash. And they're saying bilateral borrowing needs. Limited access to cash to backstop repo. Funding pressures if they persist, which he says is happening right now. It'll make the Fed reassess that there's ample banking system reserves and now... uh, B of A and, and Cabana here, Jason, is saying get ready for the end of quantitative tightening. Just like we talked about. That's exactly what we've been saying. We thought the repo facility would have to get to zero first. Apparently, Jason, it won't have to get to zero. I think I said it last week, you know, and I think you even put like a number like $200 billion. Somewhere around there seems like that's going to be the end, right? I mean – because uh, they can always print like crazy, like during COVID, and fill that thing back up if they need it. So I think, yeah, I think that's right. And you know, kind of, kind of funny, you know, one of those things how backwards our monetary system really is. You know, as, as far as a functioning monetary system for the average guy, when when this guy is saying, you know, and he, he's stating fact. He's, it's not that he's not factual, but the scarcity of of reserve, you know, liquidity, currency, the most printed. The most printed currency in all of human history, and there's there's a man, there's a shortage. Man, it's scarce. It's getting scarce out there. It's like, how bad does a Ponzi scheme have to get when the most printed thing in human history is being called by some guy as getting scarce? That shows you how bad it is, Joe. Well, listen. Zero Hedge went to the New York Fed and said, "Explain it," and here was the answer. Here was the answer. More collateral. Okay, so that means these banks are... We're, we've got treasuries up the wazoo. Less cash. Right? Again, if you've got to buy all the treasuries, that means you've got less cash. And they said it is a similar dynamic 
to late 2019, which at least I remember. And again, Jason, I'm going to tell you right now, this guy was spot on in 2019. I think he's spot on today. This is a sweet spot. Be thankful. Be thankful that when gold hit that new all-time record high, you know, they, they took profits down. Be thankful. It's not going to last. I'm going to tell you right now. All the setup for next year is favoring a big rally in gold prices, uh, ending of quantitative tightening. Uh, and I think, Jason, that ends. And then once that ends, you, you think that there's a lot of rate cut talk now. Uh, wait until that happens because all of a sudden now, that will be a sign that the banks don't have money to lend. And I think we're starting to see it. We're getting reports of, of p- people that are trying to close on houses in certain spots. The bank keeps canceling. And, 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 and it's not because, you know, the house is appraised, the money's you know, the finance is there. They don't have the money to do the loan yet. And, of course, when you think okay. about it, intra, a 10-year note at 412 and they want to charge you 493 to borrow or whatever it is, right, then that doesn't work for the bank. That's right, Joe. And, and I think at some point next year they will try a few rate cuts. I, I, I think they do two quarter-point rate hikes next year. I think things start to fall apart. Uh, the, the inflation starts to roar back. Maybe they have to cut up to a point. But these, these banks that say, oh, we need to cut one and a half, two and a half, three and a half points – we're looking like that big push of inflation in the, in the late 70s, early 80s. We really are heading towards that. If they start cutting things next year, Joe. Boy, I tell you what. Here comes the setup. The end of the easy money seems to be upon us. Jason and I, we're going to be right back after the break. 800 951 Joe and Jason here on this Wednesday, uh, the Dow is now in negative territory. Now, gold uh, gold is about the only thing up today. Gold 2030 uh, got great specials today. I'm carrying over the silver special from yesterday. Remember, yesterday, if you missed yesterday's show, uh, we did our silver setup show for 2024, uh, talking about not just demand, uh, but declining supply in the silver markets. Uh, we're expecting another big year. It's a good year. This 2023 is a good year for silver. Good year. Good year for gold. We think 2024 is going to be better. Rolls of silver dimes at $100. Uh, rolls of silver quarters at $200. On the gold side, last two days I haven't pitched any gold. Because I wanted premiums. To come in a little bit. They've done it today. Uh, $20 Liberties. 1 through 19. $2,275. If you buy 20 or more. $2,260. So a nice savings there man. I'll tell you right now. On Monday. If gold had been sitting at twenty one thirty five, Jason, you're talking these things were going to be north of twenty four hundred dollars uh, this week. So it's a great. Uh, be thankful. 
listen to this guy from Bank of America. Why? Because he seems to be more right about what's really going on behind the scenes in the Treasury markets than the Federal Reserve itself. Saying quantitative tightening. The Fed hasn't even talked about stopping quantitative tightening yet. And he's sitting there saying it's about over. There, there is a liquidity problem brewing behind the scenes in the Treasury markets because of these reverse repos. Essentially, the money, Jason, just flying out of there. I mean, I, I just can't imagine when you're talking about, hey, 10% of the reverse repo money gone in a day. I mean, that does that in 10 days. It's out of money, right? I mean, it, it's just that fast how this pace, which was already super fast, has picked up speed here. Get this gold today. $20 liberties, 1 through 19, 22.75, 20 or more, 22.60 at 800 951 and, and Jason, I think this is this is exactly what we expected to see. And I'm glad that somebody who has a lot more knowledge, you know, me and you, we look at this, we don't have any inside information. I don't know exactly what banks have money and what banks don't have money. We don't know what the lending rates are. So it's really good when you have people in the know reaffirm, hey, by the way, the stuff Joe and Jason has been telling you about, yeah, that's really happening. And get ready for the end of quantitative tightening. And gold's been above two thousand dollars since uh, November twenty first, so we're we're over two weeks of gold being over two thousand. So it's uh, it's not like it hit two thousand a bounce like the last few times uh, in the, in the previous years, Joe. Yeah, you were talking about this with me on the phone. I think is earlier this week or last week that you know, gold's staying there. Gold's staying. And then Friday it hit, uh, it got there, stayed there, hit record high very quickly. So if it's going to stay in two thousands, Joe. Record highs are going to start coming, and they're going to start coming more regularly because gold's not dipping below 2,000. It, it might. We, we, Joe, like what Joe said, we don't know for sure the ups and downs of any market, but it sure just slowly is two steps forward, one step back. It's been doing that, Joe. Higher highs, higher lows. That's what we want to see. And it appears, at least obviously today, gold's up today, up $10, $11. And, uh, you know, gold held above 2000 Matter of fact, held above 2015 uh, which is a really good new higher low. Uh, we'll see. We got jobless claims tomorrow and then the government data uh, on Friday. Remember last Friday, boy, we had a big rally. And, and obviously there was some carnage in the repo market that, Jason, we did not know that was that was occurring. I don't know. Is that going to be kind of the the theme here, where uh, like uh, every Friday uh, they got to square up the books and we're going to see more carnage? Uh, either way, higher highs, higher lows. Uh, th- this is a good pattern. And to your point, Jason, every day above two thousand, that 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 is what you want to see. Just start putting day after day after day after day, building that base. Uh, and, and, and again, like I said, there's a lot more catalyst coming for higher gold prices and higher silver prices. 
Well, and it's, and it's interesting how it it went to its record, or it went above two thousand right before Thanksgiving. Just trying, you know, kind of trying to sneak in there when people aren't looking during the holidays, right? It's, it's, it's the timing is very interesting, Joe. And uh, the Monday wow. sell-off, I'm trying to learn some stuff about it. I'm, I'm wondering if the Monday sell-off was a little more than just market, Joe. I'm starting to, to hear some things that maybe that was not a, a normal market uh, plunge on Mondays, which means the upward pressure on gold, I think, will continue, Joe. Well, if bank buying is any indication, when we get back, I'm going to give you the latest numbers for central bank gold buying and it was another scorcher last month uh banks continuing to pile into gold and again uh this is going to be something where i actually thought this would be the second best year on record it's going to be real close uh we're going to be right there maybe another all-time record high when it comes to central banks diversifying out of dollars and into gold We'll tell you all about it when we get back. 800-951-0592. Once again, rolls of silver dimes, 100 bucks, right? 50 silver dimes, pre-1964. U.S. government hallmark silver, $100. Silver quarters, $10 face value. So twice as much silver as the dimes. Double the cost, $200. The gold, the most private way to own gold pre-1933 u.s minted gold buy sell trade you don't have to show your driver's license you don't have to uh give out your social security number uh and you don't have to worry about a 1099 you're on your honor on that one that's kind of how i like it i don't know about the rest of you uh one through 19 2275 20 or more $2,260. Gold's up 13 now. 2,031, 2,032. As we continue to watch central banks. Now, central banks, they know how much liquidity is out there. They're seeing it. And, and they're doing something about it, aren't they? What are they doing? Are they buying more treasuries? Is that what they're doing? No. No. Matter of fact, just the opposite. We keep wanting to sell more, and they keep wanting to buy less. What are they doing with it? Well, some of it they're spending, right, because their economies, uh, you know, they're stimulating their economy, but they're not spending all of it. Why? Because they keep buying gold. Another 42 metric tons in October China added 23 metric tons, right? That's been the pattern, right? China started out, you know, buying 15, 16, 20. Now they're, you know, they're they're between, say, 22 and 30 metric tons a month. 23 metric tons in October, the 12th straight month. Officially now, China holds over 2,200 metric tons. And, you know, we know. People are saying they've got a lot more than that. A lot more than that. I don't know. I only can tell you what they say. Turkey. Remember, Turkey was a huge seller earlier in the year. They sold 160 metric tons. Guess what? Oh, they're buying it like crazy again. Another 19 metric tons out of Turkey. Uh, They'll be a net seller for the year, but 
probably less than 100 tons total as they are back buying again. And, and again, it's going to be really close to another all-time record high. We're going to have over 1,000 metric tons of gold bought by central banks this year alone. The record, 1,136 metric tons. It's going to be close. Poland continued to adding to its reserves. India continued to add to its reserves. The Czech Republic, Qatar, adding to reserves. So, Jason, uh, again, it, it's a list. It's not just one central bank or two central banks. Every month now, it seems, hey, there's another half dozen, there's another, you know, eight, ten central banks adding to these holdings month after month. And now, really, year after year, well, I, I don't even know, is this year 15 or 16 straight years now of central bank gold buying? And it, and it just keeps picking up pace. And it's always interesting when an oil-producing nation starts buying gold, right, Joe? So it's always interesting. Look what happened to Libya when they started amassing gold. <laughs> Things don't go good, yeah, when, when, when the, the, the private money system starts putting gold in, Joe. Yeah. 1136 metric tons is on the clock. Is it gonna fall, baby? 800-951-0592. Be your own central bank. Put that gold away.